What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams and GP. Good morning, gentlemen. How are we this morning? Fantastic. How about you? Good morning. I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for asking. I just had a lovely bowl of oatmeal, and I was telling you about how I could make a cinnamon roll oatmeal, and you said that you despised cinnamon rolls. And I can't say that I'm (laughs) I can't say that I'm impressed with that answer because you're the only person I've ever met that says no to cinnamon rolls. So why don't you like cinnamon rolls? Uh it's I don't (laughs) the people eat them for breakfast. Yes. It's like eating birthday cake and ice cream for breakfast. I mean, come on, seriously? Okay, I'm not for like all the sugary it's overly stuff. sugarly, yeah, overly sugarly. It's just over the top. I mean, but I you're trying to tell me you don't like a cinnamon roll just any time of the day. Just a just a random especially if you go to like no. you guys have Cinnabon out there in Los Angeles. Do you have Cinnabons in LA? Uh yes. Okay, all right. So you go there and you get a fresh out of the oven cinnamon roll with that glaze on. You're telling me mm-hmm. that that's disgusting. Um, it's too much sugar. It's too sweet. It's, it's, uh, it's too much. I mean, there's no amount of anything that you can make it stop. <laughs> I don't know how to. Okay. All right. I, it's definitely made mm. geared towards people who like sweet things. Like, I mean, I don't add sugar to my oatmeal or my malto meals or cream of wheats or any of the little, you know, the cereal breakfasts. And so I, I guess I'm just not a big sh- I typically, I typically don't either. And I'm very, very low on the sugar intake except for when i eat fruit but yes i don't, I don't like a lot of the uh, uh the sugar additives you know i heard a little trick uh, some somebody told me this the other day they don't use sugar in their coffee which i don't i have one cup a day but i don't use sugar in my coffee but somebody told me to try a spoon of honey in my coffee have you guys ever heard of that i mean i've heard of putting it in your tea but in your coffee yes yeah i know people that do that maple syrup okay oh my dear maple mm-hmm. syrup in your what bruce yeah. are you canadian yeah. No, I had a friend that used to do that. Yeah. Were they Canadian? No, that's a stereotype. I shouldn't say that. We got Canadian listeners. We love all of you in Canada. We, we should, uh, she was should point that out. Mexican. Really? Okay, that's just, mm-hmm. That just doesn't work. Oh, no. American or, or from yes. in Mexico? Uh, American, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, first day after opening day of Major League Baseball, and you saw them out there taking a knee. Now, they made special reference to it wasn't taken during the national anthem. It was taken before the national anthem to show solidarity with Black Lives Matter. So they've gone full political. Major League Baseball, they're full political now. They're they're all SJW. So that, that's how they are. Uh, they've also come up with another thing because they say there's no stands allowed in the fans. Or, wait a minute. There's... <laughs> Wait a minute. What? Wait, what? we should. A stand allowed in the fans? The no fans stands allowed in the fans. Yes, we shouldn't do this stands in the morning. Allowed so, to- so damn early. Yes, we shouldn't. There's no fans that are allowed in the stands. So they've come up with a new strategy to help remedy that problem. Fox Sports 
right? They've come out and they said that they're going to do CGI for fans in the stands of ballparks when you have empty ballparks. So they're able to go through. They're able to put a simulated crowd out there. Well, obviously, you won't be able to see it if you're on the field. You know, if you're a player, you won't see it. But they're going to pipe in the sounds to the viewer at home. They're going to show the CGI crowd. And it's going to be tailored to a home team or an away team or, you know, showing different fans in in different parts of the ballpark. And if the home team's losing, just like in normal baseball, if there's fans walking out of the stands, then you're going to have empty seats and and all kinds of stuff. What what do you guys think of all this? Not interested personally. I mean, I'm done with sports. What little bit of a viewership you would get from me, you've lost. You're making it political. People engage in sports and whatnot for the entertainment, the the fun, nostalgia, whatever, not for the politics. So no. I mean you don't watch sports for the politics because sports athletes, they these guys know politics. I oh, mean they are right? have a deep mm-hmm. inset understanding of socioeconomic situations mm-hmm. across the globe. Yeah. I mean they yeah. these are the experts. Yeah. 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 No that's no, where that's I get true. my politics yeah. from. That's true. That's mm-hmm. true. I mean if you listen to someone like Colin Kaepernick, for example, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. I mean that's yes. Yes. I, I mean, he's he's on point when he talks about uh, when he talks about the issues that he brings up. So mm. uh, I could see why you would you would listen to that. Yeah, of course. Isn't he? Didn't he convert to Muslim? Uh, isn't he a Muslim now? I have no idea. Quite because he's talking he about can, equality, and I'm I'm pretty sure that aren't Muslims about definitely not gender equality. I I don't know, but uh, he can he can be whatever he wants to be. That's his business. That's his right to do so. But when it comes to politics, yeah, shut your mouth. If you're an athlete, a professional athlete, if you're a movie star, if you're a television personality, shut your mouth. Right. I don't care what you have to say. You're there to entertain me, not to educate me. Of course, I don't watch your entertainment anyway, because you try to educate people, which, by the way, Andrew Cuomo, you guys remember him? Go- Governor Andrew Cuomo. You, you know who I'm talking about? Oh, Cuomo. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The guy that yes, you my favorite, the guy governor. that you were telling. Yeah. The, your favorite governor. You know how he, yeah. he did such a great job up there in New York. He's actually started a mask campaign with uh, Dr. Robert De Niro. Hmm. Okay, I'm thinking I'd rather eat a cinnamon roll. Yeah, you'd rather eat a cinnamon roll. I'm sure you would. Yeah. With extra stuff, with extra glaze to dip it in, I'm sure. Could you? Oh my gosh, could you just put down to that <laughs> diabetes right. on it? Yeah, extra, Di- extra diabetes. Yeah. diabetes. NFL, we're talking about sports, right? The NFL says that it's uh, being pushed towards a financial cliff because of the coronavirus. No, it's being pushed towards a financial cliff because you went political and you shouldn't have. And people are walking away from it. There is an element of COVID-19 that's causing it as well. Yeah, I mean, you're not having fans there because they're not allowed. Games aren't going. They're not on television. So, yeah, they they are losing money technically. But, yeah, it's not just COVID. It's as you said, it's it's both. All right. I'm done talking about sports. It's already boring me. Let's move on to something else. Let's talk about uh, Ted Wheeler. The uh, the mayor, the mayor of Portland. it's in my head again. Mm. Uh, let's talk about mm-hmm. uh, Ted Wheeler in uh, in Portland, Oregon. He's come under fire recently. At, well, literally, I think. Isn't that true? Yeah, literally. Um, he took a, a nice little spritz of tear gas. Yeah, he took one to the face. Didn't he? <laughs> he did. He took one to the face. He's just being one of the people. So, you know. Yes, he's down. He's he's down with the people. Yes, GP. He's he's down with the people. Took three years to turn that city into an abject hellhole and look at it. What's the deal? He was down there to stand in solidarity and he got uh, he got tear gassed. Is that how it is? I believe so. What do they have? 
55th the, it was the 55th street night of protest in in portland hasn't there been protests going on much longer than 55 it's been like nights? 2 years it's been like two yeah. years. Yeah. I mean, granted, it's it's been like on the weekends, uh, supposedly, uh, during that time. But 55 straight nights. And basically, they're they're claiming it's for um, the whole police brutality and racial justice. OK. Stuff. All right. So let, let me understand. Um, so they're protesting police brutality peacefully, of course. Mm-hmm. Right. They're, they're protesting police brutality. And they're going to federal buildings, sealing the doors with people inside federal employees inside mm-hmm. and they're trying to burn the building down. Yeah. Yeah. But these are peaceful protesters. See, uh, that, yes, of course. Thing, of course. Mm-hmm. The the mayor, Ted Wheeler, was down there. He said it was the first time he'd been tear gassed. He appeared slightly dazed and coughing and so forth. Which, uh-huh. you know, well, we better quarantine typical. Him. Right. Right. COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We better um, quarantine him just just for so he's not infecting anyone else just to be on the safe side. Right. Right. They're, they're saying they don't know if it was immediately clear whether or not the federal agents knew that Wheeler was in there. You know, it doesn't matter when you're in there uh, with the crowd that's uh, trying to burn down the federal building and is turned into a riot. If you're a peaceful protester, you walk away. You you go home. You don't sit around supporting these people because then you become one of them. Yes, I could see that. And it says here that the Department of Justice has arrested 18 people and charged them for alleged crimes, <laughs> alleged crimes committed during recent protests in Portland over racial justice. I thought it was police brutality or is it all is. Well, let's just lump it all together. Right. Because it's it's about injustice. So in a statement, the department said all 18 had made a first appearance in federal court and were released pending jury trial. Why were they released pending jury trials and other court proceedings? If you charge these people. If you're if you're throwing federal charges on these people, why would you release them? Why would you not remand them? Why would you not hold them? Mm. Because mm. we're looking at charges of domestic terrorism here. You don't release these yeah. people because I guarantee you they're back out there in the streets tonight or they just disappear or they just disappear. But yes, GP, I have a uh, I have an article here for you. OK. And do you remember the Covington Catholic High School student Nick Sandman? Yes, he got his two hundred and fifty million dollars when he turned eighteen. That's awesome. <laughs> yes, he did. He got his two hundred. He got a quarter of a billion dollars. Congratulations! Yes, kid. he deserves it. He does. He deserves it. So, um, he's, yes, he's definitely not going to be able to be around anywhere for the next who knows how long no. because there are still people today, today. That believe he attacked these Native Americans. That is true. And it says it's the teen's second win in a whopping $800 million defamation battle against a number of news outlets, including Washington Post, CNN, ABC, CBS, The Guardian, The Hill, and NBC. What's the commonality between all those organizations? They're all working for the left. (laughs) All of them. Uh, CNN agreed to settle with Sandman in January of this year as part of a separate $275 million claim. Sandman and the group of his Covington class mates were vilified on social media after they were filmed wearing Make America Great Again hats after an anti-abortion rally while being yelled at by demonstrators. Sandman was then 16, was singled out after the footage of his confrontation with Native American activist Nathan Phillips, was picked up by CNN and other outlets who claimed the incident was racially motivated. It was not. I I watched that whole thing. You saw the whole thing, didn't you? You you saw the video? Yes, multiple times. Yeah. And I've gone over it step by step with so many people here in California, I could probably have it memorized for you. I mean, it's literally they're over (laughs) waiting. They're going to the they're <laughs> yeah. going to their stop where they have to go on the steps and they're accosted by the black Israelites. 
These mm-hmm. are grown ass men, men, these black as well, men, not children, not even close to the age of children, accosting these other kids, calling them every horrific racial slur. And uh, it's, it's pretty bad. Calling these kids these names. And the kids are just, yeah, whatever, doing their thing. And then you see the uh, the 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 Native American group. Um, I can't remember the gentleman's name that uh, was banging Nathan the Phillips. Uh, Nathan, Phillips. Nathan Phillips. I'm watching the yeah, video as little. we speak right yeah, now. He's in right their there. face, <laughs> banging the drum. Getting, and then he gets in their face and bangs this into the kid's face. Yes. And it's like, this is another grown man attacking children. You have two groups of grown men assaulting children. And then what does the left media say? They attack the children too. What does it say about our society? What does it say about the left? My gosh. You know, it's embarrassing that, you know, there's a lot, they hold a lot of principles that I, I, I believe in. It's a lot of freedoms, but this is ridiculous. This is it's awful. Well, it's kind and of funny I believe because you get every penny that he gets. He's yes. probably going to be a billionaire yes. from this. Well, he said, he said, he says, we've settled with uh, WAPO and we've or Washington Post. Uh, we've settled with CNN. The fight isn't over. Two down and six to go. He was talking to Jack Dorsey. He says, don't hold your breath, Jack. <laughs> so, yeah. He's talking to uh, CEO of Twitter, Jack Dorsey. Yeah, I, I thought I would bring that up because we were talking. We always talk about the um, the incident there with the uh, the Covington uh, Catholic high school kids. Mm-hmm. And he f- yeah, he finally got his uh, finally got part of his settlement there. He so should. He's, uh, yeah, he should. They attacked a child. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, is this kid like he had a scholarship and everything that's gone. Um, oh, yes. Everything. That, because, anything that yeah. he touches is gone. Yeah. So everything that he was planning to do now is gone. So he absolutely should be winning this, um, these defamation lawsuits. Because he won't be able to work anywhere. Nope. There'll be enemies everywhere. Mm-hmm. He's probably literally going to have to leave the country because these, these people, I mean, seriously, I've encountered people recently in the last yep. last month that believed of, that he attacked a Native American. That these MAGA hat kids attacking Native Americans. Remember on the footsteps of this? Like, well, I'm watching the video. Watch the video. I'm watching the video. He's, there's no attacking of any. It's just, it's just ludicrous. It's ludicrous. All right. Uh, what else do we have? This well, that's what happens when you read headlines. What happens? Yes. Yes. Clickbait, GP. It's clickbait. Yes. The U.S. is ranked amongst the worst countries to raise a family, a study says. We get an F for family. That's uh, that's what the U.S. was uh, was rated if you're grading it. In case you thought America wasn't experiencing enough turmoil, the latest uh, as of late, the United States has been named the second worst wealthy nation in which to raise a family in 2020, according to a new research by travel site Asher and Lyric. The first time I looked at the data, I was in disbelief co-founder uh, Lyric Benson Ferguson said of the findings in the Raising a Family Index. Well, would you think of United States in general in Chicago, Los Angeles, New York, Minneapolis? Would you think of these as great cities to, to raise your children? No, I, I wouldn't. In suburbs, maybe. In, in su- no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Seattle, no, absolutely not. To determine the most and the least family-friendly countries... The couple rated 35 OECD countries, part of the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development Forum. They rated them according to safety, happiness, cost, health, education, and time. So everything you can imagine in there, everything you're concerned about when it comes to raising your family, they factored all that stuff in. 
Uh, the U.S. clocked in an abysmal 34th place, just ahead of last place finisher Mexico, whose murder rate jumped to the highest in nearly two years as drug cartels have run amok during the coronavirus lockdown. Leading the pack of overall family-safe nations were Iceland, Norway, Sweden, and Finland. CGP, Bernie mm-hmm. Sanders is right. Bernie Sanders is right. European socialism, Swedish socialism. It's Swedish capitalism with great social programs. But yeah, but it's, whatever. You, but that's but that's progressive capitalism. <laughs> is that what we came up with? Yes, it's progressive capitalism. Yes, that it's, is actually it. It's progressive capitalism. This is when you look. Okay, <laughs> I went to their website. Right? Mm-hmm. Is Asher there a called progressive capitalism? No, no. The Asher and Lyric website, you know, where they're breaking down and telling you all the scoring and methodology, sources, all that stuff. Yeah, it's heavily skewed against things that happen in the U.S. So, for example, safety is rated on homicide rate per 100,000, Gallup Law and Order Index, the Global Peace Index, number of school shootings and human rights scores. Okay. That's all right. Hold on. Hold for on. safety alone. All right. You can't. All right. Uh, those those things. Okay. If that's where it is, uh-huh. you can't compare European cultures and American cultures to that. You can't. It's night and day. Exactly. It, it is night and day. You you just can't do that. So that's not a fair comparison. No. Human. Uh, the, the happiness one. Yeah. It's based on the Human Freedom Index, the World Happiness Index. The suicide rates per 100,000, LGBTQ plus adoption recognition, and distribution of family income equality. The All for God's GINI index. These countries, okay, th- these European countries, and I can tell you this because I'm living over here. These European countries have vastly different social systems to what the U.S. has. You can't turn around and try and implement this kind of system or compare it to the U.S. On top of that, each of these societies over here, GP, you can back me up on this one. You spent mm-hmm. time over here. They're monocultures. They're not multicultural. Yes. They're monocultures. You can't. Well, there's microcultures. There's microcultures well, yes. in there, but it's such a small percentage. I mean, it's so tiny. Like I like over in Munich, you know, you've got the um you got a few immigrant, you know, yes, areas. Yes, you do. That, but for the most part, like they're the countries only that culture. Yeah, for the most part, though, they are like I'm talking about European countries in general, like from yes. a, from a broad sense, it's a monoculture. They don't have mm-hmm. all the different little mixes and everything in there. So society can look at a particular program and say, OK, this works. And then you've got these these brain dead fools in the U.S. that try to apply that same type of uh, philosophy to the U.S. And it doesn't work. It doesn't work. You don't have a, a culture of people that have been educated the same way. It's just not there. They're not brought up the same way. They're not taught the same type of thing. We have different, I don't want to say cultural beliefs, but we have different, um, uh, I guess, I, let me put it this way. Our pop culture is different. For example, if I look at the advertising industry here on mainland Europe, no matter where it is, whether it's in France, whether it's in Spain or Portugal or uh, Italy or Germany, wh- wherever, it doesn't matter. If I look at the pop culture here, it's much more to the point I don't know if this is going to make any sense at all. It's much more to the point. If I look at what's going on in the U.S., it's complete. It's like adolescent level example. Another example to that is the uh, the news media. Now, the news media is garbage wherever you go. I don't care which country it is. But from a standpoint of how people are educated when it comes to watching the news media or reading the news media here, for example, it's straightforward to the point. There's no messing around in the U.S., 
It's like entertainment. So there's a cultural difference here. They're trying to apply the same logic when it comes to raising your family. European, they're making comparisons to European countries, northern European countries at that, to the U.S. And it's just like that's apples to oranges. You just can't make that comparison. Okay, well, wait, L- read the first 15 on the list. Can you do that or no? For the countries? Mm-hmm. Iceland, Norway, Sweden, Finland, Luxembourg, uh, Denmark, Germany, Austria, Belgium, uh, Czech Republic, Netherlands, Portugal, France, Australia, Slovenia. European countries. You can't, the, you can't make European and Eastern Bloc countries. There's not a, uh, isn't there a country anywhere else? Okay, when does the first country appear that's other than that European Bloc area? Australia, 14. Okay. What's 15? When's the next one show up? Uh, let's see. Slovenia. Then there's Ireland. That's still European. That's still, well, technically it's not still, anymore. I mean, yeah, well. New Zealand, Canada. Okay. Um, see Japan, number 25. Israel, 26. Okay. South Korea, 28. Turkey is number 32. Really? Yeah. Have you been to Turkey? When was this done? This year. Really? Yeah. Some of these figures are from 2020. Some of the other ones are from 2017, 2008. Uh, the figures are all over the place. I see. I see. Because uh, I'll tell you, Turkey right now I, I is... Not a nice place. Not a nice place right yeah. now. But like I was saying, these stats and figures they're using... It's very heavily skewed the direction of uh, Europe, as we were pointing out. So, is it skewed or is it just the way it is? I mean, it's skewed as in it's heavily weighted that direction. It it looks like it's designed to make America look like it's in in a bad light because these things that they're talking like pushing and talking about specifically number of school shootings from 2009 to 2018. Really, America is the only country. Uh, as far as, you know, the Western culture that has legalized guns, it's the only country. So yeah, why are you looking at that Swi- specifically? Switzerland. Well, Switzerland yeah, has legalized guns. That's a, I mean, there's that's quite a few countries that actually have legalized guns and then everybody's supposed to have one. But we also <laughs> say, have to look at population. Did you say, did you say Switzerland's an anomaly? <laughs> no, I didn't say Switzerland. I did. No, Bruce I said did. it's an anomaly. Yeah, because you're required to go into the military. I mean, they yes. have different kinds of uh, culture, a different perspective on it. I mean, you're not required here in the U.S. to go into the military and learn how to use a gun and learn, you know, the different things uh, about that, right? Whereas you are in Switzerland, so uh, and the gun and the the school shooting situation is not necessarily recorded in every country on the planet either, because many countries don't record any of that. We have no shootings here because we don't record it. And Cinnabons have caused all these evil. That's where I was going with it, GP. (laughs) Is that's what it is? These countries just do not have. Cinnabon. They don't have Cinnabon. No, they have them. That's the problem. <laughs> no, I haven't seen a single Cinnabon here. Not one. And you don't have school shootings. So there you go. And there's no school shootings. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's, it just works. Although when I was just outside of Paris last year, I did I did go to a steak and shake, I have to admit. So I'm guilty as charged. Gu- guilty as charged. How dare you? I know. I know. It's just it's one of those things where I had to um, I had to deal with uh, with this, too. How dare oh, you? Oh, no, no. See, you've angered her. So, yes. All right. uh, We are going to have to jump out of here this morning. So GP, Bruce, thank you guys for sitting down this morning. Thank you to all the listeners for all these topics and more. Please check us out later on this afternoon. I think we've got a special guest calling in today that reached out to you, GP. Uh, We're going to be talking to him. He's uh, well, what do you mean? Oh, you're the one that you're you're the one that (laughs) sent him over. He's going to be calling in. though. Remember, I sent him over. I'm just going to we're going to see if he uh, he calls in. So, yeah. Yeah. And I have not I have not spoken with him yet. So I don't know anything about him. The only thing that I know scare him off. Well, the only thing that I know is that you told me that 
we're mass murderers if we don't wear masks. No. <laughs> no. Well, that has been that has been a few yeah. of the writing, but it's not All necessarily right. probably how he's gonna he's gonna come out on on the podcast. Fair enough. Okay. All right. Well, we will have to wait and see. Thank you to all the listeners for all these topics and more. Please check us out later on today. And I hope everyone has a great morning.